welcome to another episode of the Margin Business Digital Entrepreneur Podcast. Today we got Mike Thake. Mike is the head of partnerships and PR for Avask Accounting and Business Consultants. Avask is your global e-commerce accountants and cross-border VIT expert firm. Welcome, Mike. Okay, thank you so much for being here today, Mike. It's a pleasure to, to have you on. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us uh, how you got to Avask. Obviously, a little bit about your background before, and then we, we slowly work ourselves into uh, Avask because this is as well very, um, very exciting, you know, and as well your background as well, because we speak a lot and it will always uh, uh, be nice to, to hear how you got there where you are today yeah thank you so much omar it's absolutely delightful to be here today talking to you so um thank you for this opportunity to speak uh, to, to your audience as well it's absolutely wonderful um well my background um i am currently the head of partnerships out of ask so um that is uh, that is where i am at the moment um i started uh working with the vask uh, earnestly in full time um i was uh, started as a consultant and i've been working with the company since it was initially founded by uh, dr angelos katsaris and melanie shibangu um and i've basically was providing expertise throughout uh, throughout the uh, company's initial formation and growth. Um, and then I joined the company full time uh, in around 2018, 2019 as the head of marketing and started to build the marketing functions here at Avask before trans um, uh, moving on to the um, uh, partnerships role and transitioning into this new role, which is absolutely wonderful because it means that I get to speak to people like you and uh, introduce uh, the company and the services. Um, background wise, um, I have around 20 years marketing experience in a very uh, different roles. Uh, I've worked in uh, many different industries, uh, including local government here in the United Kingdom. Uh, I've also worked uh, with uh, uh, recycling, waste collection, those sorts of things. Uh, lots of different things. And then uh, as I started uh, building into professional services, uh, I started working with um, startups, small to medium sized enterprises as a marketing consultant. And I started to launch some of those uh, people uh, into uh, into the um, online sphere and um, uh, generally started to get them to produce uh, new uh, uh, new company assets and things and uh, doing all the marketing strategy which was really fascinating okay. uh, and that was really that was really good as well because it was uh, helpful for me to be able to start working with uh, startups and serial entrepreneurs um, but not necessarily in the e-commerce uh, ecosystem um, yeah that, that would have been my next I, question actually <laughs> yes <laughs> And uh, I, I started working with e-commerce uh, when I started working with Avask, and uh, uh, from there onwards, um, uh, yeah, I've uh, I've been working uh, quite a lot with e-commerce okay. sellers okay. in a variety yeah. of different capacities. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, the e-commerce is uh, yeah, it's it's a whole other it's a whole other world, you know. So that was my question. Maybe you touched somewhere before already uh, at e-commerce or something. Sorry to interrupt your video. I just wanted to let you know that I really appreciate you having you here today watching this video right now. And I wanted to let you know that margin business can help you to increase your sales in the European Union through localized listing optimization. 
If you have any questions, how optimization work or how can you improve your listings in the European Union, just send us an email at info at marginbusiness.com or directly to me, Omar, at marginbusiness.com. Thank you. Now enjoy your podcast. Sorry. I just wanted to ask you for one more thing. If you like our content, please hit the subscribe button and give us a thumbs up. Thank you. Now enjoy. Um, but marketing, I mean, marketing is such a big, if we talk about marketing, it's just, you know, talking about waste, what you said, and then working for the local government. If I can ask mm. local government, what kind of marketing they do? Because normally it's pretty <laughs> clear what they do, you know? Well, that's the thing, and this is this is very interesting because uh, local local government, for example, um, here in Southampton, which is where um, Avask is based, the local authority provides over 600 services, and the problem is, is not every single person is aware of those services. So it's the okay. job of the marketing team to ensure that they are adequately um, prepared, uh, and the services are advertised so that uh, people understand how the local council can um, support them. Uh, as they uh, okay, as they start um, and it could be anything from um, you know somebody wondering where their waste collection is or it could be something again a small business doesn't know that they can get ah, okay. startup funding so it could be a variety of different things and uh, one of the things that I did there was I was the editor of the local magazine which had a readership of around 110,000 oh so, yes it's big Exactly. And the beautiful thing was it was a captive audience because everybody saw this magazine coming through the uh, post box and say, it's from Southampton City Council. This is great. I, I've got all the information about the services I need. So we had a really good captive audience and it was able to um, really get in, uh, get, get a quite a high profile um, uh, publication okay. to, to work with. But, yeah, this, this actually then prepared you little by little in order to, you know, to receive, um, to receive something like uh, Avask in your uh, portfolio. I mm. mean, I guess at the time, 2018, 2019, as you mentioned, you, you went uh, to work with Avask. Uh, have you been remotely at that time or, or uh, directly fully uh, into the offices? So yes, um, well, when I joined, uh, when I was uh, working as a consultant with Avask, um, I was obviously working remotely, um, yes. doing a little bit of support, uh, coming into the office and supporting them, and uh, the, specifically when they're in their Winchester office, uh, and then latterly when they were in their uh, the first Southampton office, um, and finally uh, onwards into um, Oceana House, and uh, I actually physically joined full time when Oceana House was opened in 2019, and that was when I uh, actually uh, came came on board full time, which was uh, okay. absolutely amazing. And um, yes, yeah, so the um, as I said, the twenty years worth of marketing experience really did help me to set up the marketing functions of Avask, uh, and also to help Melanie and Angelos to um, prepare programs, things like the webinars, the uh, podcasts, and the Global Expander series that we currently undertake. Um, as the head of marketing, I was devising those sorts of strategies to help. Um, if you like, advertise the uh, fact that we were able so um, so completely to assist uh, e-commerce sellers with their Amazon journey, especially when they're starting out growing or expanding into new marketplaces. And okay. we've devised a number of different communication strategies to help those sellers to um, to basically uh, take advantage of, for example, the Pan EU program, which was a very uh, a very successful and lucrative opportunity for a lot of sellers to get their um, uh, VAT re registration filing and compliance um Definitely. basically taken care of for about a year by amazon it was it was absolutely wonderful 
I mean, it, it sounds like a fairy tale, you know, because I was I was looking actually at the history of Avast. I was looking at the history of Melanie, and and you know, it's uh, it's for me it's amazing because if we go back to 2018, 2019, Avast has its humble beginnings, like uh, every smaller company. So how? Did you how did you transition? I mean, from the 2018 Avas into a company which has 500 plus employees all around the world, opening offices, getting completely, you know, um, into yeah. a, into a structure as you have mentioned, a corporate structure which, you know, uh, which growing very rapidly. This is this is really uh, something really interesting to to know. So um, the Avask was actually founded in 2012, um, and it was uh, founded oh, okay. by. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so um, I joined the company halfway through. So. <laughs> um, and uh, Avask opened its uh, Richmond Richmond office in London in 2012, um, uh, and um, we basically started uh, as a, an accounting firm. Um, we were. Melanie and Angelos, they had a specific vision for Avask, which was a very customer-centered approach. Um, too many times we're hearing uh, instances where um, people are treating uh, sellers as um, a number, not as a person. Uh, yeah. And generally, um, that was something that uh, both Melanie and Angelos felt uh, was uh, something that was lacking in the market. Um, and also to develop services that are very um, easy to use, very easy to understand. And they're basically simple solutions that can actually help somebody to grow um, and expand their business um, by using some very simple techniques, but also to have access to an unlimited wealth of information, which would be uh, through the um, unlimited advisory capacity that Avask offers with every service plan. So if we were talking about um, a business that has just started up, um, it might need help and support in a number of different ways. Uh, and just having a Vask at the end of the phone and being able to speak to somebody who is a dedicated resource suddenly became such um it became such a pull and a lure for these businesses that um we found ourselves literally um finding new opportunities and working with some really quite incredible uh, new um new companies and it was absolutely brilliant um and by the time uh, 2013 came around uh, we'd officially started working with amazon uh, and we joined i think it was 2014 oh, as early. yes it was exactly and we joined uh, as an official amazon spm partner um as an external tax advisor in 2014 um and that was just that Amazing. then just started uh, a real yes. um, okay. cascade um 2015, we started expanding and we opened a US office. Um, as we started um, building our, um, uh, as we started building our profile with Amazon, um, we started working with a lot of American sellers who are looking to expand across borders into the European Union, into the United Kingdom, uh, and it was really, uh, it was really quite. Um, uh, interesting because we started then seeing the scope of the e-commerce community and how much we could help them to grow and expand so that's where we started then opening new offices in uh, Paris, Frankfurt. Um, uh, obviously um, we started attending events with uh, Amazon um, 
And then by 2016, we were opening offices in Shenzhen in China um, to help the Chinese sellers well. to, start, wow. <laughs> to start migrating across the other way, back sure. towards Europe and the United States. Um, so um, by the time I started joining uh, around 2017 and 2018, we already had two offices in China. We had France, uh, we had uh, Germany, we had the US, um, and we started working uh, directly with the uh, global selling team uh, at Amazon in the US, um, which was an amazing opportunity uh, oh, yes. because we then because we joined the Amazon PanEU program as the, one of the external um, providers. And um, we were then able to literally scale um, and uh, help as many sellers that were starting to uh, need um, registration services uh, in Europe. Um, and we were helping them to grow and expand as you know as as was necessary um which was very exciting when you consider that um it all came from a simple law in europe which basically changed that made amazon responsible for all of the vat uh, yes. of all of the sellers on their platform so suddenly uh, everybody trading in europe suddenly was like oh we need to be registering for vat we need to make sure this is done compliantly so that's where the amazon pan eu program really took off and enabled us to help so many e-commerce sellers to grow and expand their businesses overnight and uh, it was a wonderful promotion because um if if it were a case that uh, somebody was um, having to then start registering in seven countries that's going to cost uh, a few thousand pounds to take care of that but yes because that bill's being paid by amazon you were able to invest that money into stock or into bringing this uh, additional um, stock into Europe so that you can actually expand more successfully. And a lot of very smart sellers did capitalize on that and were able to actually grow their business beyond border, um, which was um, absolutely phenomenal. It really was. Um, and this saw us by 2019 opening our new global headquarters in Southampton. Um, and, that's when, um, and that's when I sort of officially joined the company. Um, and that's uh, also when um, the um, at the end of 2019, that was when the global pandemic started hitting. Yes. Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, again, <laughs> um, we were able to continue scaling and helping and assisting uh, Amazon sellers. And we were taking part in a lot of number of programs um, uh, to do with um, uh, webinars, podcasts. And we were really actively marketing how we can provide support uh, and advisory services and how we were providing that wealth of information to sellers. Um, and due to that, our business continued to grow and we were to continuing to be able to support sellers as they faced a new challenge, which was the global pandemic. Yeah. Uh, and that, unfortunately, really did, um, really did sort of, um, it, it really did sort of make a lot of people suddenly take, sit back and take stock and go, oh, hang on, what's going on? Um, I mean, you had a couple of other problems with regards to logistics and the uh, increase in prices for containers. And there were a lot of things that sellers were grappling with at one time um, to try and maintain the status quo whilst um, not being able to leave their houses and things. So um, it was very good that yeah. we were able to. So it's good that we were able to continue growing and uh, we officially opened our new off New York office um, in the height of the pandemic in 2020. So that was very, uh, that was oh. very, um, that was very uh, uh, exciting to be able to do uh, in the middle of uh, uh, in the middle of this pandemic to be able to continue to grow. Um, and I think it's um, as well risky, I would say, yeah. 
Well, I don't, I don't think risky. No, because I mean, we were still, um, we were still dealing with a lot of sellers uh, in uh, in in the US, and okay, so, uh, yeah. from everything we were hearing, is um, the European market is continuing to grow, and and if you're if you're doing well selling in the United States, you're going to do well selling in Europe as well. Oh, you you, know, you need to go to Europe, then you know that's a, that's a that's kind of a must because. You cannot just exactly. You know, if, if you're good in the US, you be good in in, in Europe. That's that's just uh, maths, you know. <laughs> Absolutely, and so the natural logical next step for all US-based sellers is to is to consider expanding to the UK and into then also Europe, um, um, <laughs> which is quite interesting and it, it's wonderful because uh, uh, suddenly then uh, in the height of all this pandemic, Brexit then happens, um, and. Oh, yeah. um, Suddenly, everyone starts saying, "Oh, is UK still a good place? Should I continue trading in Europe? How does this happen?" And what we found was, despite despite there was a lot of temporary disruption in uh, Q1 of 2021. Um, a lot of e-commerce sellers had to make critical decisions regarding stock volumes, the stock movements, the shipping routines, the sales expectations, uh, and then they also had to start grappling with a whole new, um, a whole new day-to-day vocabulary of things like uh, postponed VAT accounting, import clearances, indirect representation, all of these additional things that necessarily um, they didn't have to consider before when they were trading between the UK and EU suddenly became a massive issue. Um, but despite in the midst of that pand- pandemonium, uh, with all of that going on, um, sellers, along with shippers and VAT advisors, they managed to transition and they are showing signs that everything is getting, uh, is everything is improving again and the, the situation is getting a lot better than it was. You know, and this is exactly what I'm always saying, because now with, with such a challenge, um, the kind of old school behavior of companies uh, has been changed because now everyone moved online. I mean, everyone mm-hmm. was fast enough. And the ones who have seen it before, they moved already before online, you know? So there is uh, even big corporations. Sometimes I'm thinking, how, how did they manage to do that to move directly mm-hmm. online? Because they have seen it uh, straight away from the beginning, what the pandemic is going to, what is the pandemic going to be like, what it's going to look like. So they already changed this, but generally the behavior has changed. And I think um, it improved a lot because now, for example, government, we can do everything online. Before it's like, it was like partly, you know, we we could, you know, some things online, but the rest you need to go and, you know, do some stuff. But really right now, I can tell you, I don't leave my house, okay? I don't have to go anywhere, <laughs> anywhere. I, I click buttons and that's it, you know? Uh, it's, it, <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, but I, I really, it's, uh, it, it's amazing for me because uh, uh, going out and driving around, it, it costs time, you know? So you can spend this time doing some productive things, reading or, or learning new things or taking care of your company, you know? So right exactly. now we are, we, are, we are a thousand times better because this, this whole thing, um, with trying to, I don't know, go to the government and, and file in the taxes. Avas can do this for you with one click, you know, you don't have to, to think anymore about all these things, you know, uh, for, for us, um, we don't have to do meetups anymore with, with clients. Um, we can directly communicate via Zoom, you know, they, they agree mm-hmm. with that, that's fine. If not, you know, that's, that's okay. There are other companies there, you know, we're, everything is open and everything is here with a click. That means you have, you have one chance, 
And if you don't get that chance, that's okay. Then move on to the next one. But still, we save time. We don't have to commute and go there and present ourselves and talk. You know, now everything is really easy. And we have 24 hours where we sleep a little bit. I mean, like, okay, we need to sleep 16 hours. <laughs> but we still can do so, get, get so much done, you know. So if in this time, people don't, uh, complain that they don't have enough time, then something is truly wrong with their schedule. I'm, I'm sorry yes. to say that. You know, so. <laughs> exactly. I think, um, you know, some of the things you just said are very, very, um, ring very true. I mean, uh, it was a case of uh, during the pandemic that you actually had to pivot or your business would potentially yes. uh, fail. Um, and those that pivoted and pivoted well, they uh, became successful, they transitioned, they were able to adapt. And unfortunately, some of the larger retailers uh, who didn't have huge amounts of cash reserves, for example, you've got the high street firms such as Debenhams, their, their businesses couldn't, couldn't survive because they couldn't uh, adapt their ways no. of working quick enough and pivot to the online environment in such a way that that they could just start selling online on online marketplaces. And I think uh, getting the right strategy uh, in, in position to be able to uh, move your um, business forward and diversifying your income streams is such an important thing for every seller to make sure that they're in, uh, capable of achieving. Because if you don't diversify income streams and suddenly something happens, like for example, yeah. um, God forbid you're operating in somewhere like uh, Germany and suddenly uh, Amazon suspends your listings in Germany for one reason or another, if you've got nothing else um, to fall back on, you're at ground zero until that account becomes released. And that takes time. So oh, by diversifying, <laughs> exactly. So that's why I say that diversification is really key to ensuring you've got a, uh, con uh, uh, you know, a continuous uh, in business strategy that is, uh, is, is weatherproof, really. I think it's quite important. And uh, being able to rely on a company like Avask is quite, um, is, is, is quite an interesting thing because we can not only help with the VAT registration, the filing and the compliance, but we can also help with other things. For example, the OSS and the IOSS schemes that came in uh, in the middle of, uh, in, in the middle of uh, all of this pandemic. OSS, IOSS, um, you know, suddenly it's changing the way that Europe is filing their taxes. And, you know, um, yeah, yeah. so, Avast can assist you with that. EPR has just started coming in from the 1st of January 2022. And uh, EPR in France and Germany, it's just suddenly another thing. And well, they're calling it eco contributions, but it's not, it's not another money. It's another money machine, you know, it's a, it is, it's another it tax. <laughs> it's another tax. Um, so we can help with those sort of things. So really, consistently for your compliance requirements within um, Europe, within the United States, within the UK, um, you need to rely on somebody who's going to keep your business and proactively look out for your business on that sort of stage so you don't get into problems where um, your marketplace is going to start suspending listings. You're going to find that you are proactively uh, getting information from your e-commerce accountant who is telling you You've done really well here. Try this. Try that. We will do the management accounts. We'll do the audit reporting. You know, we'll do all of those sorts of things, which will then help you to identify the next trend and the next step for your business, so that you can grow, continue to expand, and explore new marketplaces. And I think that's one of the key differences between a traditional brick and mortar accountant and an e-commerce accountant. Okay, this this was actually as well one of my questions. What would be the difference between 
Avask and another accounting firm, obviously, which has as well knowledge of um, e-commerce. We don't talk about them who, who have no knowledge of e-commerce or who don't go in, it, in this, but I think nowadays everyone is trying to get in it. But Avask, mm -hmm. you are so, um, the company Avask is so much ahead that, I mean, the answer is clear, but anyway, what would distinguish you from others? Okay, so we put the client at the heart of everything that we do in the way that we create our simple and customized solutions. We use software to enable you to predict trends and to enable you to uh, grow and expand your business. But we do that not at the expense of the human touch. We will ensure that you will always have a dedicated advisor available. So if you have got one of those important burning questions, you can pick the phone up and talk to an expert. And at the moment, we currently support clients in 50 countries of the world. Wow. And we speak over 23 of the world's most popular languages, including French, German, Spanish, Italian, English, and Chinese, the uh, Mandarin and Cantonese. Okay. We can, we can communicate in a simple and effective manner in a language that you can understand. And that is necessarily key to dealing with international trade and taxation, very complicated subjects. And if you're trying to co communicate very complicated um, themes uh, and uh, information, if you're trying to do that in a language that's not familiar to the person, you're gonna have errors in translation, you're gonna have a lot of other you know, problems that are just going to crop up. So you need to be able to communicate in a language that the people are understanding. And we speak the languages of e-commerce plus 23 other languages that are within the world. So, okay. yeah. That's, that's, that's a pretty good point which you made there. And this is exactly where we're going because our slogan actually is exactly the same. You have to speak the language of your customer, you know, and you yes. can put this as a slogan on top and, and can break it down and, Everything you just said, you know, you just have to speak their language, the language and the language, the marketing, um, the culture, uh, everything, you know, so it's, it's, it's super important. And companies like Avask or what is, what is, what I try to explain agencies in general to, to uh, potential customers, because not everyone is on the same line right now. Uh, some are still, you know, there is budgets and there is budgets. Okay. So from what I see or my experience is that we really need to make everyone understand that if they hire agencies, let's include Avast in the agency, although your accountant, it's a bit different, but agencies in general, you can focus 100% on your business. And this is what, what you need to do because you created that business and you mm. want to bring this business to the top. And if you begin to... Uh, go to Zoho books. I just give an example. Yeah. And begin to type in all your stuff from your sales and your sales go up and you have a million sales per year and you're still on your own books and, and count the time you're actually spending there, you know, count the time you are uploading your own listing bulk listings. And uh, mm. then you get an error message and you just want to slam the computer in your face. <laughs> it's, you, you know, and it takes so much time. And at the end, you, you're better off because your time is limited and your time is very precious, especially the heads of the companies. That's why we hire people who can do the job better than us. <laughs> very simple. And absolutely. You know. <laughs> absolutely. I agree 100%. And one of my personal, one of my personal uh, viewpoints is you have to deploy the right expert at the right exactly. time. Exactly. If you are an e-commerce seller, focus on e-commerce selling. 
let an accountant deal with the accounts let exactly. a localization expert help you to translate your listings and get yourselves to the top of uh, whichever marketplace you're uh, you're invested in you Very know good. um you know translations localizations they're so important if you get that wrong you, you're not going to sell anything it's the same yeah. with if you get your taxes wrong you're not going to sell anything because you're not going to be able to operate in the marketplaces so exactly. you need to deploy the right expert at the right time and actually rely on them to give you the best advice and follow the advice because that's also very very key i mean we've got um, we have, we're currently actively helping over 10,000 sellers, uh, e-commerce sellers in the ecosystem, and um, we will always we will always provide personal tailored advice for the company. You're not going to get a stock answer from us, and you're not also going to get pushed into something that is not is not suitable for your business. We will make sure that you are um, making the right choice for your business and we will work collaboratively with you to ensure that your, position, your business is positioned in the best possible manner so that in three to five years time, you can make an exit and you can go to an, uh, an aggregator and you can sell your business for the most uh, the impressive amount of money that you can potentially get. And we can do that by making sure your accounts are always up to date. You're getting the best possible advice and support from the experts when you need them. This is as well, this is as well something which I'm mentioning a lot. It's the aggregators, for example. Um, although your business thrives, your business is good. But if you look very far in the future, I talk about e-commerce sellers. If they look in the future, is their business still that good? I mean, if they try not to, to, to invest in accountancy, in uh, listing optimization, in outside traffic, in PPC, and they do everything themselves or uh, without you know, a proper expansion because they cannot overview everything, will this still work in three to five years? The aggregators, they don't move too fast because they're already very heavy. They're already very big. So it's got kind of uh, hard to say that they are very flexible, but they are very strong. So mm, they look in the future, absolutely. they look three, five years, 10 years in the future. And what is going to happen with them? They will grow so strong. They just wipe everything, everyone else out if they don't take care of their company and if they don't properly invest. So mm. this is my prediction. This is my, uh, as well, my warning to all sellers who are still thinking they can do everything on their own. Watch ahead. They are very, very big and strong companies out there. This is a shark environment right now. So please mm. take care and really go after Mike's and my advice and search for agencies or accountancy firms who can help you with your stuff. Absolutely. Um, and above all, do your research uh, as well. Yes, um, you know, exactly. Inf Invest, invest in a good e-commerce accountant that can assist you. Invest in a good localization expert. Do your research into which products suit which marketplaces. And just, just remember, um, in 2020, uh, there was 1.4 billion people were a part of the global middle class. And 85% of those people are located in the Asia Pacific region. So, you know, there is still so much opportunity out there. Global buying power is growing. When you look at the trends and the forecasts, uh, especially if you're uh, in the marketing sector, you'll, you'll look at things like um, uh, how, how much the uh, e-commerce marketplaces in each country are growing year on year. They're all growing. They're still growing. I mean, so big, yeah. 
8.99, increases year on year. The uh, number of new e-commerce sellers in each marketplace is growing phenomenally fast. And you're going to find you cannot exist unless you're in the online environment. So, yeah. It's very, I exactly. think there's still a lot, lot of really uh, important achievements to be had in the e-commerce world, and I think the e-commerce ecosystem, yeah, there's still a lot, there's still a lot of untapped resource out there that people can take advantage of. I think. Oh, I call it always. We're still the baby, you know, the little baby now, and uh, the baby is now growing a little bit, you know. But we have many, many years to to see what will happen, and maybe uh, someday it's not only Amazon; it's another big company who's taking over. We we don't know now, but I'm sure this is uh, uh, this is what's going to happen. Um, one question uh, for you. Yeah. For Avask, if we talk about the future, what is your future view? I mean, on the company itself, where where do you want to go? What is your plan uh, for the next years um, to come? Okay, so um, Avask at the moment is continuing to grow to grow and expand into new marketplaces as well. The services that we are offering, we are specifically growing. Um, into um, new markets that are showing uh, growth, uh, expansion. For example, um, we are able to assist uh, with VAT registration, filing and compliance in more countries every year. We're adding more products and services to our portfolio. We have just implemented a new EPR department, which are there to basically help any seller who might fall. Exactly. And this has come out of just the first month in 2021 when EPR came, became a massive issue. Um, oh, by the way, um, EPR is coming in Germany. It's the starting in, uh, in July. So uh, make sure if you are trading in Germany and you do need assistance with EPR, please do contact Advanced Time is running out. That's just a warning I'm putting out there. But um, uh, our growth and our expansion, we are constantly analyzing the market and we are looking at where we can develop new services and new products. EPR was the latest one. We're currently working on a new program with Amazon, uh, which is the uh, ATS program, where we're assisting with um, uh, indirect representation across border to help re-enable the EFN and the PAN-EU programs from the UK into Europe. So we're looking at, um, we're looking at developing new services that will facilitate that to try and ensure that the border between the UK and the EU is once again as open as it can be, obviously due to the legislative changes. Um, We are preparing new business advisory services and we're also in the process of launching new software services. Um, We've got the Advask Analytics program currently. Um, Advask Analytics, very important. It'll help you to identify new trends and forecasts and it will help you to work with Advask in a more efficient manner. Our new client portal is currently in development and is uh, currently beta testing. So we've got a lot of really exciting new stuff coming along to enable our sellers to work even more efficiently and effectively with us so that we can help them to grow and expand into new marketplaces. But yes, I think 2022 is the year of advisory and support and growth and expansion. And it's also the year that you're going to see a lot of new exciting software services being launched from Avask as well. Oh, that's uh, that sounds really super exciting, and and I'm sure it's uh, it's going to be a very nice future, uh, seeing as well the development of the the whole e-commerce sector. I'm not only talking about Amazon, talking about all the marketplaces as you have mentioned in Asia. There is Lazada, there's Shopee, um, there will come others. It's uh, it's just a, a booming 
um, experience for, for, for customers all around the world because they don't have to go out anymore, have to go in full shopping malls. Although sometimes it's funny, you know? Sometimes it's funny, you know, but I really prefer as well to click the button and have my stuff coming home because as I said, we have a lot more time uh, to spend with our family and with things we really want to do instead of spending it uh, driving around uh, in oh, the yeah. cities. <laughs> Absolutely. One last question. Ah, okay. Yes. Sorry. Uh, just before we, uh, with, the, with the question, um, where can um, potential customers or anyone who is interested in knowing more about Avask contact you? Um, email okay. address or, or telephone, we will, we will put it down under the, uh, under the okay. video. So um, you can go to avastgroup.com, which is our main website, and it's down here somewhere, probably. (laughs) Um, You can also email us at inquiries at avastgroup.com, or you can telephone us on our UK landline, 023-8060-0120. If you are looking for any advice or support at all, first of all, click through to the website and click on the contact button. You know, we will be there. We'll we'll, we'll provide support. Um, uh, I think... um, uh, Omar is going to also publish a hyperlink down uh, down here sure. as well. Um, this will then tell us that they uh, that you've come from Margin Business, and it will enable us to also offer you an exclusive fifty uh, percent discount on the registration of any of our services, and that's exclusive to Margin Business. Which is definitely one of the most competitive offers uh, in the market. Uh, I can confirm that. You know, so I have <laughs> one last question for you, Mike. Um, what would be your advice for every entrepreneur um, in 2022 or moving ahead uh, uh, the next years? Okay. So if you're looking to grow and expand your business, the timing has never been more perfect. Okay. Uh, do your research into which marketplaces suit you and the country which you're expanding into. So if you're expanding, for example, into Poland, don't necessarily rely on the obvious choices of uh, uh, eBay, Amazon and such marketplaces. Do a little bit of research because those platforms may not have the best market share. Consider starting up on something like Allegro in Poland because it's got much uh, much better market share ability. France, you may consider, want to, uh, consider wanting to try C-discount. Germany, you've got uh, Otto, Zalando and Kaufland, which was the formerly real.de. Real, yeah. uh, exactly. So, um, also, look at what your competitors are doing. Research their strategies and how do their prices look? Because at the end of the day, you need to make sure that you are competitive and you are maintaining a competitive advantage. Um, another thing you can potentially do, construct a customer advisory program, show your customers that you have the set, share the same values as they do, and find out what excites and motivates your customers to develop new products and services that you can provide them with. And always look for that better deal that you can provide them and provide value-added services. Great. I think this is really good. I put this together as research, 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 and as well, make sure that you have a product which is helping people. An entrepreneur helps people or make their lives better it's not about the money the money comes afterwards anyway you know if you find out how can you help your customer avatar or uh, your uh, customers in general very good thank you absolutely that's fine and i mean also take away this other piece of information the eu market is currently worth over 717 billion euros okay that's a marketplace of around 114 billion in germany 83 billion for france can you really not afford to take a slice of that pie away because that is realistically 
um, what, what you need to do. You need to consider growing and expanding. And if you're experiencing an issue with regards to funding or something, do contact somebody to help because there are, oh, there are enough people in place. Oh, definitely. Exactly. We, have, we exactly. have partners who can help you with that. Just contact us to contact us. We can, you know, we can show you the ways we can show you the partners who can fund your business. Not a problem at all. Exactly. Plan for a successful expansion over the next three to five years and do start planning your next business venture because you're going to become a serial entrepreneur if you get hooked on this. Definitely. Most definitely. I can agree with that. Thank you so much, Mike. That was a great conversation. A A lot of great information, a lot of value for the audience. Thank you so much and hope we speak soon. Thank you so much, uh, Omar. It's been an absolute pleasure joining you today and just talking to your audience. It's been so lovely. I've really enjoyed my time with you today. So thank you. Thank you.